Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 20 of Small Room. I am here with Ty Almeida or Meida? Almeida. Almeida. Yeah. I, I mean, I never really called you by your last name. I always just called you Ty. No one did. It's a, you know, it's a Portuguese last name for possibly the whitest person on the planet. So. <laughs> well, once again, episode 20. Um, I don't know how we've made it this far, but uh, we have. Uh, Ty is a very interesting person. I've known him since uh, high school. We first yep. met in our uh, freshman year Spanish class. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was so bad in that class. <laughs> I was bad. We took Spanish for four years. I think over the course of four years, I learned nothing. Like I could not form a sentence right now if I wanted to. I mean, I think that's just because, um, what do you call it? Like the way that Spanish is taught in high school especially it's not good and you know yeah. this is anecdotal experience um like most of the spanish teachers um aren't that good there are some exceptions like mr sanchez great teacher mr sanchez my dad <laughs> uh first question always ask everyone if you've listened to the podcast you know um what are you famous for oh man what am i famous for let's see i remember in high school and basically at ucf because i haven't met anybody else uh I would not call myself a professional, but I do enjoy boxing a whole bunch, and a lot of people know me for it. Do you just did you ever go to the youth center and just start boxing with people? <laughs> I, I, I've done it a few times. I'm not gonna lie. I, I did it with Jamie before, who outpounds me by a good fifty, and he beat the shit out of me. <laughs> but actually, like at the boxing gym, whenever I did it with people who were in my weight class, I always did like decent. Jamie is this super tall guy. He could um. He could take down almost anyone. I think. He's probably six foot three, six foot four. I'm five ten. I had nothing. <laughs> you know, Halloween is uh, tomorrow. By the time this episode is out, like Halloween yep. will be the day that people are first watching it or listening to it. Um, what are you doing for Halloween? What am I? Okay, well, hold up. I got a little special something for Halloween. Let me show you my costume that I got right here. Now hold on. I got. I got a full-on pumpkin suit, like David S. Pumpkins. I mean, are you going to take that somewhere, you know, party or a friend's if I, house? I'll probably, I think uh, me and my dorm mate, we're probably going to do a little something with our friends for Halloween. A little Halloween Getty? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I respect that, you know. <laughs> uh, the, the thing is, though, like with these like Gettys, I've... Not Gettys. I wouldn't even call them Gettys. I think they're parties now. They just been, yeah. have been getting way out of hand, especially here oh, yeah. in Florida. UCF is, there have been many like frats and stuff that they've gotten kicked off campus already. They got kicked off campus like in the first few weeks just for going so hard. And I mean, yeah. I don't think somebody should be expelled for, what do you call it, having a big party. But at the same time, there does need to be accountability because mm-hmm. I've seen these snaps. It's not just UCF, too. It's also UF, FSU, just universities in general in Florida. Yeah, FSU is really bad with it. Oh, I know. I think FSU might even be worse than UCF. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they have these parties there. And it if you took a video of it, like those videos now, and compare them to the videos from before the whole pandemic started. Yeah. Then it looks no difference. No one is so. No, it's exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you? What are you planning for this? Uh, for this Getty? I don't know. I mean, we'll just hang out and probably have around. It's nothing crazy. There's probably gonna be like ten or fifteen of us. 
just a very minor thing. Yeah. Especially I, since my dorm is like very small. So even if I wanted a whole bunch of people, I don't think we can fit a whole bunch of people. I don't have a problem with honestly up to 20 people as long as you're having social yeah. distancing and stuff. Especially like, cause I know all these people. So I know they don't have COVID. You're at UCF now. And uh, what made you want to go there? I have no clue. I'm already, <laughs> I'm already transferring in a, in a year. I'm trying to go to UF now. That's the play. Yeah. I, I guess it was mainly for film stuff. Cause the film program here, it's not bad per se, but I started looking to the UF one a bit more and I just liked it. Cause it was like a broader major. Are you majoring in communications? No, just film. What does that entail? Um, I mean, at the moment I have like a foundations of story class, which is like writing stories and stuff and screenplays. And you basically, all your classes are maybe like writing stories or camera work or directing. So just like straight up movies and TV stuff. Uh, have you made any sort of short film for your classes yet? Or? Um, when I was applying to all the different schools, I made one short film for FSU. I was trying to get in. It was horrible. I'll say it right now. It was, it, I hated it. But yeah, I'll count that. Somebody told me that um, it was th only 30 people who got into the entire film program. Is yeah, that's right. It's some insanely low number. Like the next Steven Spielberg would have to go to FSU or apply there in order to get in. Mm-hmm. What's Orlando like during the age of COVID? Um, you know, I mean, because I'm sure you know how Miami is like during COVID and stuff. It's basically the same. There's not much difference between the two cities, in my opinion. That's what I think. I mean, I would have figured since it was a college town, there would be a, a little bit less regulation just based there is, on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know some people in Miami didn't care, but like there was still a good amount of portion, like a portion of people who did. And I did notice like, like at the gym and stuff, the gym that I went to down in Miami, uh, it like required you to fair, like wear face mask and everyone would do it. And sure they say they have that rule up here, but I like, whenever I go in there, I'm basically the only do person doing it. At, at the UCF gym, uh, they make you wear mask and they're super good about that. And they like clean a whole bunch. But if you go to any gym that's like not an on-campus gym, no one cares. Like even because I visited like UF for uh, just like a day so I can see what the campus is like because I was thinking about transferring there. Not, I, I barely saw people wearing masks. And I just, it's like the more north you go, the worse it gets. Let's talk more about that jacket. Uh, what made yeah. you want to get it? I, you know what? I just think it looks cool. <laughs> that's it. It's based off of like David S. Pumpkins, which is like an old SNL sketch. And it's like my favorite sketch they've ever done because it's super stupid. It's like the dumbest thing ever. So I'm like, hey, that could be funny. And now I have it. When was that skit made? Oh, God. It was, I want to say the 90s. I'll look it up right now. But it's, it's not insanely old. Uh, David S. Pumpkins. Peace date. So, I mean, do you just want to explain this, this, summarize the skit for us? Okay, oh, never mind. It's from 2016. I did not think it was that recent. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, there's a guy in an elevator, and there's like a hundred floors, and he's just riding the elevator, and then every single floor, it stops, and a guy called David S. Pumpkins, which is just Tom Hanks, in a full pumpkin suit, he just goes, I'm David S. Pumpkins. And then the guy's just like, okay. He's like, you don't know who I am? No. Okay. And then 
it goes to the next floor. And he just keeps introducing himself over and over again. And I honestly don't know what the joke is. I know the story behind the sketch was that half of the writing team was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Why would we release this? And the other half was like, no, it's so dumb, it's good. I feel like with SNL, Mm -hmm. even though that's a sketch from 2016, and I'll check it out afterwards, um, they've fallen off hard recently. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, I I don't like SNL at all. I feel like... I think the sketches could be good. They just drag on for way too long, especially like all the political ones. Like, you know, they'll be like 11, 13 minutes, but a normal size for a sketch should be like two to four. And even then four is pushing it. I mean, it's not just that. It's just how they satirize things. And what I've felt like is they've sort of taken this um, elitist liberal approach to making their skits in politics Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll always be trying to rip on Trump for everything. And I feel like with political humor, it shouldn't be lopsided. It should yeah. be um it should be making fun of the flaws on both sides. But mm-hmm. with SNL, it's that they they haven't even made that many jokes. They've just been like, Oh look, Trump is stupid and yeah. the stupid orange man does the stupid thing and Yeah. It's not really that like deep when you look into it. There's not a lot of deep cut stuff, which a lot of political humor, you need to have that type of like, like sure it's funny, might be stupid, but it comes from like a knowledgeable background. Like there's meaning behind it. Yeah. And not only that, but it just that politics itself has become so much of a parody of itself. that I don't think almost anyone could do a good job of. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's already insanely ridiculous. You watch, you know, any of the presidential debates, and it's just like, this is insane. Yeah, and but, I noticed that when I was watching the original presidential debate. The first one? Versus the SNL skit of it, the first presidential debate, it was like, there were like five moments where I just started laughing out loud. <laughs> and I couldn't stop for 20 to 40 seconds. But mm-hmm. then the SNL skit, it was way more tame, and... Yeah. You know, the things they were saying were not, weren't even as ridiculous as what was said in the actual debate. So I was just there like, hmm, all right, that, that, that's a little bit quirky. Uh-huh. E- even a lot of the opening monologues, the only one I've liked recently was, I'm pretty sure, have you seen like the recent Bill Burr one? Oh, that I think is like one of the best SNL episodes in like recent years. Yeah, just because Bill Burr's a genius and he was just like doing his own thing for the most part. Yeah, I don't know how they let him, um, what do you call it, how they let that skit live on the air, but I'm super glad they did. I mean, you know, it's Bill Burr. If you've seen any of Bill Burr's previous stand-up, that's tame to shit that he said in the past. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But even his tame stuff is still pretty wild. Yeah, like, like for instance, like the craziest thing he's ever done is like there was he was like doing some stand-up show in Pittsburgh or I think yeah it was in Pittsburgh, and I guess it was like super late into the show. Everyone was like insanely drunk and just being loud and annoying. It's like one in the morning, and he just spends a good eight minutes just roasting the shit out of them, just talking about like their stupid bridge, their stupid Liberty Bell, just making fun of everything. If you saw the the episode of him with Joe Rogan, 
there was basically a whole controversy where Joe yeah. Rogan said wearing masks are for pussies. Oh yeah, and what, what is it? he calls him like a knuckle scraping gorilla or something along those lines. He's like, Joe, we're not going to do this right now. Yeah, we're not we're not scientists. We're two rich white men smoking cigars right now, talking <laughs> shit. If here's what I do. I tune on the news every single week. If they say I need to wear a mask, I continue wearing a mask. When they say I don't need to wear a mask, I'm not going to wear a mask anymore. Exactly. But, but right now, that's what they say. I mean, I don't mind wearing a mask. I don't know why people are just so up in arms about it. It's just like a little, it's just like a thing on your face. It barely even inconveniences me. Like I've gotten to the point where I've been wearing one so much that whenever I have it on my face, I just don't even like think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you voted though? Uh, I have not, but that's because I'm like kind of a, I, I just don't like the both of them. I don't really want to get into it too much, but oh, I understand. Yeah, I, I just feel like I, I know if like voting is important, right? And if I had a candidate that I was, that I liked, that I preferred, I totally would go out and vote for them. But I just like feel that not voting is still making a decision. If that's what your intent is. The thing with non-voting is it definitely is a statement. And if you look at 2016, the reality behind it is 44% of the country didn't vote at all. And I don't think it was just that all those people were lazy. They just didn't feel inspired by both Clinton and Trump to go out and cast a vote. I would say that, you know, people who shame those for how they vote, that that doesn't really get you anywhere because you you have to understand where people are coming from. I totally Mm -hmm. get where you're where you're coming from um and this argument of oh not voting or voting for a third party is voting for trump or biden it's like the the argument that's not how it works not voting is not voting you don't help or hurt anyone Mm -hmm. uh voting for a third party is a vote for that third party candidate you're not helping anyone else it usually depends on who's making the argument because if you talk to a biden supporter they, they would tell you, oh, if you don't vote, that's a vote for Trump. But if you t- talk to a Trump supporter, they would say not voting is, is a, a vote, vote for Biden. Biden. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ty, are you getting the PS5? Um, Maybe, you know, I'm thinking about it, right? I'm going to hold off just a little bit because at the moment, it's like you really only got Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales or whatever. That's like one game. I'm not going to spend 400 bucks, I think it is. Just for 500 one. It's, yeah. Well, no, I think there's like two versions of it, like one with and without a disc tray. And I know the one with the disc tray is an extra hundred, but yeah, I'd, I'd just get the cheaper one. I think you're right. PS5 yeah. price. Yeah, it's, yeah. um, it, yeah, it's seems to be around 400 uh, to $500. Yeah. yeah. So I'm probably going to hold off on it for, I'd say maybe a year, year and a half, something like that maybe get it if it goes on sale or something and there's like more games that are out and I know I'm going to use it. But mainly I'm just like saving money right now so I can get a car. That's more important on my list. Yeah. Uh, with the, with the consoles, I would say that they don't start popping off with games until after mm-hmm. the first year. Yeah. I mean, the my, the Miles Morales game looks pretty fire though. You can't yeah, even mind. I played the shit out of the first Spider-Man. I got all the trophies on PS4 and all that. I played it a whole bunch. And so if it's anything like that, then I'm going to love it. Yeah, I, I always wanted to play it, but I didn't have a PS4. And I, I, it just like, it never aligned for me. Mm-hmm. And that game always looked like it kicked ass. It did. Yeah, it's super good. Yeah. Um, 
So have have you played any uh, new games? I mean, it could be either literally new as in they came out a few weeks ago or figuratively new for you in that it could be old, but uh, you just started playing it now. Let's see. Just now I started playing uh, – God, what have I been playing? I know recently I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen. It's like a like an MMO, like a World of Warcraft or whatever. So I started playing with like a whole bunch of my friends and stuff. So whenever I do play video games, I've just been playing that for the most part. Um, I mean, I've heard good things about Final Fantasy. There was supposed to be a remaster to, that um, it was supposed to come out. Oh, it, well, there's, they remade seven, but this, the weird thing they did is that they didn't remake like the full thing. They like, they somehow stretched out the first like five or six hours of the game until like a 40 hour game. So it was still really good, but it was just very weird because when you finish it, like, there's so much more left that hasn't happened. I mean, maybe they did that for monetary purposes. I mean, did it add to – did you play the original one or no? No. No, I didn't. Okay. I, I, I'm, I think I might eventually once – because I, I think they're going to make, like, a series out of the remakes. And once that series is over – Maybe I'll go back and play the old one. Maybe I'll like it. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like they're doing it to milk money out of the consumer. Yeah. I mean, sure, it's milking money, obviously. However, I love it. So just just screw it. Take my money, whatever. As long as I'm having a good time. That's true. And they're also making, I don't know, it's going to come out at the end of this year, but a a remake of Lego Star Wars. Yeah, I know. They, they remade, like, all of, like, the nine movies or whatever into one thing. I love the shit out of all the LEGO games, so I would totally play it. And I think with LEGO Star Wars, it's honestly within my top games of all time. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because growing up, I loved Star Wars to death. And when they made a Lego game, uh, that's what I, I said. And I asked my mom, hey, could you get me Lego Star? Or I asked Santa, could you get mm-hmm. me Lego Star Wars for me? And she did. And I still have that. Oh, my God. Oh, this is going to. All right. I'm going to have to stand up for this. Um, it's going to be worth it, you guys. Uh, don't worry. I just wanted to show off my, uh, not to brag, but this is oh, the yeah. same, same <laughs> copy of Lego Star Wars I've had ever since I was eight. And I played it first on the DS. Mm-hmm. And then I played it on the Wii. And now I have now I played it on the PC. Not recently, but I'm saying within the past year. Yeah, I think I had the uh, the GameCube version. That's the one I played. I mean, the GameCube version is pretty solid. I would say. I think with the GameCube version, it's not the complete saga. So the the one the game I just showed you, yeah, and, and the game I played on the Wii is the complete saga, where it includes the first six episodes, whereas the GameCube version is split in half. You know, there's also a Game Boy Advance version, which I also played. It's <laughs> I, I know what you're thinking. It, it, it's completely different from yeah. uh, from the one I played on the DS and the Wii because you know since the Game Boy Advance was less capable uh, as a as a handheld compared to the DS, mm-hmm. they ha- before before they were able to upgrade the game for the DS, they had to tweak it around the Game Boy Advance. So it's a whole different vibe. Yeah, where it's like it's pixelated and they're I think they're even different levels too. Probably. Yeah, no, but that game, I absolutely love the crap out of it. All right, how's the food at UCF? You know what? It's pretty okay. It's <laughs> I go to the dining hall every now and then because I have a meal plan. And sometimes the food can be really good, or sometimes they have, like, 
for instance, they have pizza there, right? And I don't even eat that much pizza most of the time anyways, but anytime I do eat pizza there, you see, I, like, I see them making it there. I, I know that someone is cooking it like right there and it's fresh, but when you eat it, it tastes like DiGiorno's. It tastes like frozen pizza. It's the weirdest thing. I think maybe it's because of the cheap ingredients that they might use for the oh, yeah. uh, pizza. It's it's very uh, the cardboard like texture. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. I mean, would you say you're better off? Not just you, but just college students in general, out of town, out of state, are just better off not buying a meal pen and going to a Publix or whatever other grocery mean, store and it, buying. If your place has got a kitchen, then just go to the grocery store and buy food if you actually know how to cook. Like, that's what I would have done, but my place doesn't have a kitchen. I just brought my microwave and that's it. But yeah, w- once I move into a dorm or like a, an apartment or whatever that does have a kitchen, I'm just going to get off the meal plan. One of the things I remember about you in high school is you had long hair and you went from having, you know, long, I, luscious hair to short hair. It was insanely long hair. I'm, there was a point where it was like below my shoulders. Yeah. Why did you cut it off? Because well, a, a few reasons. I think mainly for boxing, it like got in the way a whole bunch and like my hair would just like fly everywhere and it was just super annoying. Uh, and I just thought it would look cooler, the short hair look, and I like it more, but that's just me. I, I know some people said they preferred long hair, but I, I think the short hair is a better look. I don't know if anyone ever told made this comparison and told you about it, but I think I told you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I compared you to Thor because in <laughs> Thor one and two he had long luscious hair, but then in Thor- and then Ragnarok he cuts it. Yep. Uh huh. You know, twenty twenty is actually the first year in I think ten years where a new Marvel movie wasn't released. Yeah, I know. I think when is is Black Widow coming out? End of this year? Or is that no? They pushed it now? back. They pushed it back again. Damn. I mean, I know they're still releasing, like, what is it, WandaVision in, like, November, I think. Which, it's not a movie, it's a show, but, like, it's still something. Yeah, but I mean, a, I mean, a movie, a full-scale movie, released in the theaters. Mm-hmm. It has been a whole year. Jeez, when did Endgame come out? May? It came out in May 2019, so it's been... Oh, God. It's been, oh, not even May, April. So it's been a year and a half. I didn't think it was that long. Yeah, and honestly, did you get that spoiled for you? Because I was one mm-hmm. of the victims. I was a spoiler. Victim. I, I, I went in first day. And even yeah. then, I, I still almost got spoiled. But I was able to dodge it pretty well. You, you want to know what it was, Ty? What? I, I deleted social media. Not like I deleted my accounts, but I deleted yeah. Instagram, Twitter, all, all of it. All mm-hmm. of it. And I was supposed to watch them. I didn't... My mistake was I didn't watch it the moment it came out. I waited... And a day, and my plan was I'm going to watch it at 3 o'clock on the Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get picked up early from school, get ready to go, and all that and all that fancy jazz. Yeah. Um, so since I wasn't on social media, there was no way for it to be spoiled. Mm-hmm. But Ty, I made a mistake. I trusted somebody. Uh, what, uh, you know Mauricio, it? right? Sosadias? Uh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, okay. To be fair to him, he didn't spoil it for just me. He did it out of he did it to everyone. I, I remember when he did that, and I was like, "What? You can't get me! I already watched it." <laughs> I think what did he do again? He just like screamed, uh, like he just he just said, "Oh!" Like he just like I, he he was like he was plugging doors or something, and yeah. 
He, like he was plugging something nonchalantly, and then in the <laughs> you read one of the texts, Iron Man dies in Endgame. <laughs> oh, and if anyone hasn't watched Endgame, I'm sorry, it's been oh, a year I've, and a half. Everyone you, has. You, you deserve to be point. spoiled. If you haven't watched it at this point, to, like you deserve it. To I be think spoiled. It's, it's been a year and a half. That's like the most. What is it? That movie like made the most money out of any movie ever. ever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone's seen it. Yeah. So. Anyway, I made the grave mistake of trusting him. He calls me right before I'm about to get picked up early. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, yo, you good? And I'm like, no, no, no. I said, yeah, no, no, no. I said, yo, yo, what's up, Mauricio? And, and he said, he, he said it really fast. He was like, he, he gave one fake spoiler, uh-huh. and then he gave another one. He said, Hulk saves the day and Iron Man dies in Endgame. I'm like, bro, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Super like right, right about to go into the movie theater. He's yeah. like, and you're like, oh, look, I'm getting a phone call from Mauricio. Hello? Hulk saves the day, Iron Man dies. Fuck! <laughs> I know. I mean, look, to be fair, though, most of the movie wasn't spoiled. Yeah. But I was like, fuck, fuck, Iron Man's gonna die. Iron Man's gonna die. Iron Man's gonna... And then when he died, it, it didn't hit me because I already knew it was coming. Yeah. I think... Even though I didn't get it spoiled for me, but before, when that movie came out, I had a good feeling that he was gonna die. Yeah, I mean, I know he was gonna die, but I didn't uh, like because in the comics, I think Iron Man also died, like the Thanos comics. Probably, but yeah. um, you know, I I I was like, maybe he lives, maybe he doesn't live. Who knows? But mm-hmm. to be fair to Marvel, they did like Mauricio spoiled that specific point, which it kind of like make me view the movie from that lens, which why I didn't get emotionally hit like and everyone else. But yeah. um, one thing that Marvel did, he like, he didn't spoil the beginning part. Um, I mean, spoiler alert, if you want to avoid that spoiler, um, the beginning part where from my mind, I thought the movie was going to be grandiose them trying to find out where Thanos is and then taking him on and taking the glove back. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they did a really good job. And you're like, no, this all that all happens in the first five minutes. <laughs> that all happens in the first t- five ten minutes. Thanos snaps the glove out of existence, and then it's just them five years later. Yep. Thor just cuts off his head. I'm like, well, that was a short movie, huh? Waste of thirteen dollars. <laughs> and it's just crazy to think about. Oh, what if half the universe did just snap away? Mm-hmm. Like, what if half the universe snapped away, Ty? Uh, well. Would it work is the question. No, it Probably wouldn't. Not. Dude, I mean, if you took AP Human Geo, there's this guy named, like, Malthus, like, Thomas Malthusian, I think. Uh-huh. Wait, let me look Let me look it up. Thomas Malthusian. Okay, Thomas Malthusian. And uh, he was this guy who basically said that, all right, as your population, once your population gets so big that... um that it, it just eventually destroys it's everyone gets destroyed once the population gets too big because there aren't enough resources to to sustain everyone and yeah. many scholars have disproven that notion mm-hmm. because because if you have if you distribute enough resources evenly and you and you're able to make new resources then everyone's fine you can adjust for the population to a certain point like yeah yeah but that was thanos's mindset when he did the snap Mm-hmm. It just I, I, when it, once it gets bigger, it starts getting bigger quicker. Like the rate changes, so even you probably have enough of a way to like distribute resources. But as time goes on, it's going to continually get harder, just because you're getting 
you know, maybe you'll start off by getting like a hundred people a day, then a thousand, then it keeps going to like a million. And then. Yeah. That's that's the main point, but not only that also think about what would happen if half the universe was snapped away. Just all the people, all the people driving cars in yeah. airplanes like they would snap out of existence and then they would crash other people and that getting mm-hmm. rid of those lives who are operating would cost more lives yeah I, yeah so even though it's one half probably like you know it could be like 60 or 70 or something crazy like that could you imagine if both the airplane pilots snapped out of existence like yeah. 200 people in the airplane would just die mm-hmm or if a person, like if a person driving an airplane is driving over a city and then they snap out of, exi- both of the pilots snap, snap out of existence, boom, they, they crash into another building which has hundreds of thousands of more people. Mm-hmm. But then also you look at the cars that are driving and let's say one person snaps out of existence, they, they crash into a person who's walking on the street, that person dies. Yeah. And half of the ambulance is just now gone. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of that would happen and there'd be like, I don't know if there's like a young kid or something and like their parent dies, you know, now they have no one to like take care of them and maybe they'll just die. Cause they'll be like left in the house alone or something for uh, a few days or something. Yeah. So I agree. There, there's a whole bunch of different like combinations of just bad stuff happening. A uh, final question. Um, what do you want to be known for? Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> that's the most I, that's, ty- I feel like it's the most tie answer ever. Yeah. yeah. It's something I'll just figure out later. Yeah, no, I get you, bro. You're you're young. You got you got life to live. Uh, anyways, uh, you've been a wonderful guest for episode twenty of Small Room. But of course, all great things must end. Um, okay. Stay safe. Of course, you too. All right, see ya. See ya. For those of you who are new to Small Room Report, if you found this interview entertaining or informative, please give me a follow on the platform you use to listen. All the platforms of my guest or guests is in the description. Have a great day.